Okay, hello, welcome to uh, first edition of Greenhouse Live for 2020. Matt, uh, Happy New Year, first of all. Yeah, you too. Um, it's nice to be back. It's nice to actually see some wet stuff outside. Um, that should sort out some of the problems around the country, I'm hoping. Yeah, it has, it has started to rain, which is good, although it looks like it's stopping now, which is pretty typical of late. But, um, yeah, we certainly need the rain, so we won't be uh, complaining about that. It's, um, it's been a, a difficult summer in Canberra. There's no question about that from... Um, not so much a football point of view I'm not talking about, we'll talk about that in a sec, but, but obviously uh, been, been tough times with uh, a lot of fires not that far away from here. Um, we had the smoke, we've had the hailstorm that uh, I think half destroyed Steve's place. Um, so, yeah, it's been a, been a bit of a battle. So I think everyone's, everyone's looking forward to the, the football season and, and hopefully a bit of normality. Yeah, look, you know, footy season's only five, six weeks away now and um, we've obviously started here at the fan day and we've watched them train today and um, had a pretty good session today, I think. Um, Interesting to watch how some of those guys lined up, but I must admit it didn't look like it was quite as ferocious as it has been the last couple of years. No, it was was pretty much a training session rather than sort of an intra-club practice match. Um, So, um, so the... That's that's sort of traditional part of the the uh, family day we've had to um, to kick off the season. What we also tend to do on the the family day is is going back to last season, um, and obviously last season was a fantastic year. We couldn't quite get there in the last last few minutes of the the grand final, but um, we go and present the fans player of the year. Um, from the greenhouse, and um, it's a bit of a tradition, I think, as well, that we present it to the same bloke every year. That um, J- Josh Papali won it once again last year. It was a, a fantastic um, season from him, and and interesting, actually. The um, we're going to bring Josh in. So, Josh, welcome. Hey, Josh, good to see you again. Hey, just a traditional New Year present the last year's. Um, trophy as well as the um and of course josh won the meninga medal as well last year so um and just on that so the meninga medal and the fans choice award is done entirely based on the home and away game so um for too many seasons that's been it but uh last year of course we had an extra four um or three games after that because we won the first one and and josh actually won the award for the best finals player as well i think josh that um that prelim final in in canberra i think was was probably one of the best games I think I've seen a Raiders player play ever. Yeah, look, it was obviously uh, you know a game I, I wanted to be a part of and uh, to try and take a, I guess Canberra to uh, their first grand final in, in uh, so long and uh, you know to be a part of that game and uh, to finally ice that game and go to the 2019 grand final was uh, something special. Yeah, it was a pretty special night at Canberra Stadium. I don't think we'll uh, we'll ever forget that. But the whole season was special. I think the, we it was really the the first time in my time in in Canberra that we really stamped ourselves um, for the whole season. I know we in 2016 we really got on a run at the end and we were we were right up there. But um, your season, Josh, obviously back to back Meninga medals, um, changing into um, the prop position full time. Um, Playing Origin at, at prop must have been must have been pretty special. Yeah, oh, look, playing prop is probably not an easy position there, and uh, those kickoff runs is something I, <laughs> I don't look forward to. But um, you know, I'm willing to do anything I can to be a part of this team, and uh, I think going forward, it's um, you know we've got a lot of youngsters coming through now, so um, you know I'm starting to get on. So 
try and play as many games as I can. So just on just on that, so for people out there that you know maybe haven't played a lot of front row, and not too many people have played front row at the at the NRL level. What's what's the sort of difference that you've got to do uh, in your training, your preparation to play prop compared to playing back row? Yeah, it's definitely um, just ongoing running. I think it's uh, in the middle there. You're always on on the ball. Um, you know, you're always um, you know you're always in the tackle or you're. You're running to do a third man where back row, if it doesn't come out to the left, then, well, you sort of get a bit cold in the, the Canberra winter. But, um, oh, look, it, it's definitely a good change for myself. And I think uh, Sticky's definitely uh, brought the best out of me, uh, especially last year as well. Yep, Matt? Uh, look, I've, I've got a couple of questions. And the first one being that I'm trying to work out whether uh, the trend with you is that you peak at the right time or whether you're actually a closet thief. <laughs> um, as far as the water goes, um, as we mentioned last year, you actually managed to pip uh, Joe Tarpany in the last round. He actually didn't play. So you needed three points to beat him. You stole it on the last round. Actually, you did the same thing to our Cinderella story, Charles Nickel Klockstad, this year. He also didn't play because Ricky uh, decided to, to sit him down for the last round. Obviously, we didn't need the win to play finals. Um, and, and you won your award. But I also have this sneaking suspicion that the Storm and the Rabbitohs are thinking something similar because there was a game down at Amy Park where you strolled over under the black dot um, to steal the game very late. And then, of course, you did it in the prelim final. So do you peak at the right time or are you actually a closet thief? Well, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, well, I think, uh, you know, I, I told Sticky to rest those players that, uh, in the last round so I can sort of receive this award again. But... Um, <laughs> Oh, look, just, um, well, I just think I'm just at the right place at the right time at the moment, and uh, hopefully I can take that into this year as well. All right, well, let's give you this, because I know Ben wants you to take you next door. We'll present you with the trophy for last year, Fans' Choice Players Player from the Greenhouse. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Congratulations, it. Congratulations, Bubba. Thank you. Congratulations. Grab a couple of photos, guys. <laughs> Right. Well, you've got a few, so you've got a few. Yeah, yeah. You can use them as doorstops or something. Just just one quick one, Josh, one more. Um, obviously, 2019 was a great season, but it's gone now, and we're now ready for, for 2020. The preparation's been different. We, we've had a shorter preparation with a lot of guys, including yourself, playing international. Um, where do you think we're at for, for that, and how are we going into that first game in in about five weeks' time. Yeah, we're starting to look good now. Um, you know, we've finally had a, a good hit out um, in front of the fans and um, you know, you, you're definitely right about uh, the shorter preparation there and, um, you know, all the rep players coming after, um, you know, Chrissy and uh, we sort of had to jam-pack everything into, uh, I guess, the, the last three weeks and uh, we've done that and we've done it well and uh, everyone's uh, starting to find their stride now and uh, hopefully we can uh, start off well against the Titans and uh, go from there. Okay, terrific. All right, Joshua, we'll let you go Appreciate to it. go and sign some autographs. But great Thanks, to see guys. you again. We'll, we'll uh, book this in for next year at this time. <laughs> um, no, look, great to, great to obviously present that to, to uh, Josh. It was, a, it was a magnificent season last season in a, in a really, really good season. So probably at times some of the players are one that maybe have, have been sort of the best of a, of a group that wasn't going firing. But... But last season, when we really had a good year the whole way through, and there was a lot of good players, um, really, really great honour. And as I say, I thought he, um, it's not counted to this award, but his final series was just magnificent.
Yeah, look, um, I think no doubt that in the back half of last year that Papali was our best player and he continued it through the finals. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think Jack Whiten was probably a very close second in that in that final series, but um, yeah, look, no, no doubt he was our best player last year. Yeah, no, definitely. So, so just to have a have a bit of a chat about the the season preview. Obviously, a few things have changed over over Christmas that we had. Um, we have had a shorter preparation, and there's no question that worries me. I, I'm concerned about that. If you looked at, I think I talked about this in the um, the thing we did about the um, the um, history book was, you know, if you looked at our two best seasons over the last probably 15, 20 years have been 2016-2019, um, and they're on the back of not making the finals the year before, having an, an early start to pre-season, having what was clearly a really, really big pre-season. Um, I don't think there's any doubt these players are pretty fit because you only, yeah. you only have to look at them out there to see that they are they are fit, which is which is a difference to 2017. I think when a lot of players, including Josh, and I think that by his own admission, didn't come back um, anywhere near as fit as they should have. Correct. I don't think that's the case this time, but it has been a shorter preparation. You've got a, a new halfback coming in. We'll talk about some of the changes to the squad, but a new halfback coming in that's it's actually still got a bit of an injury at the moment, so he's not doing full training. Um, that is um, is a concern for me that that being able to hit the ground running and, and one of the things that we we did last year is we got off to a bit of a flyer. We were five and one. We were in that sort of top eight the whole way through. We were never chasing the chasing the pack. So that does concern me. Look, um, you're right. All of that's all that's correct. Very hard to argue any of that. Um, you know, you'd like to think that the fact that we've got an Angular Englishman who's been playing with those yep. Englishmen means that there's going to be some combination going there when when um, George takes the field. Um, you'd like to think that the international guys, having reached that level, have the discipline to keep going, and so there's going to be a little bit of rust yep. um, because that's what comes with a shorter preseason. But you'd like to think that. The rust is there because of the quality of players that we've got, and therefore it should be shook off reasonably quickly. Um, but no, you can't discount that as a factor going into the start of the season for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think you know, it it, it, it interesting in the end what that um, trip to Queensland actually did as well. I mean, it was obviously not planned; it was entirely due to the to the um, fires. You've got rest, um, restrictions about how much you can do that these days because there's a cap on the. Um, football department spending. I think we sort of got a bit of a concession to do that, which was which was well common sense as much as anything, because anyone who was in Canberra there for those first couple of days after Christmas knew that um, it was pretty hard to walk outside, let alone um, train for an NRL season. But um, that hopefully brought the team a bit together as well. I mean, I think this is a pretty close team at the best of times. Um, but they went and got that work in in Queensland, obviously in in pretty tough hot humid conditions, um, plenty of rain as well actually up there um, hopefully that also holds them in good stead going into the finals uh, sorry, into the season. Yeah well look I mean, the last couple of years they've had to put up with 40 degree heat yeah. on, on repeat for weeks on end so um, to get something that was a little bit different to get away, all of those things I think probably work in the club's favour I think because of the, the shortened um, time period they had together, to actually force them to be together for that week is probably a, a bit of a leveller in that in that respect. Um, obviously, it doesn't make up for the miles that they wouldn't have done, but at least the team cohesion should should get a bit of a boost there. Um, so we'll wait and see how that, that flows together, but I think that's, that's probably a good thing that they took that time off. 
Yeah, no, well, or certainly. Ho- hopefully, it wasn't time off. I think Sorry. it was. They were there to work. There's no question about that, and I think they did do that. Um, obviously, looking at a few changes to the squad, um, we talked in that um, one that Steve and I did with Dave Heaton. Uh, I think. Uh, Certainly Rapana had gone at that point, and I think Caesar had just um, agreed to uh, to go to England. He's apparently started very well in, in England, which is terrific to see. He's captain of Huddersfield over there under Simon Wolford. Um, but obviously Joey Leilu has also left in the, in the meantime as well. I was I was a bit disappointed actually about that. I, I, I did think that Joey Leilu applying for a contract, whether that was with us or with anyone, would have been um, pretty good. But... Clearly, clearly, there were some things happened there that he, he was out of favour um, with uh, with some of the coaches, and he wasn't maybe necessarily considered to be part of the, the first 13. But um, we do thank him, of course, for his um, four or five years at the Raiders, and, and um, certainly, I think there's probably been no other player that's given us much frustration. But there's there's not to mean too many others that have given us much joy either. He's he's done some pretty special things, including that that uh, flick pass to. Uh, to Johnny Bateman to win the uh, final down in Melbourne last year. Yeah, and then throwing that magical round-the-back job to Rapana against his new club. So, um, yeah, look, we've always said Joey is a rocks and diamonds player and you can you can definitely look down that career and go, yep, there's a rock, there's a diamond. So, um, look, he's an exciting player to watch. I think the Tigers have probably picked up a pretty good player. Um, obviously, he's going to be playing probably alongside his brother on that right edge, so there might be some Harlem Globetrotters going on for the Tigers, which, which could definitely be um, a bit of risk-reward, but we'll see how that goes. The other thing that we can't shy away from, and we'll go for probably another five, ten minutes, the only thing we, we can't shy away from, obviously, the, the Curtis Scott incident, which was, yeah. which was di- very disappointing, and, and that's obviously still... Um, before courts and there's sort of you know he said she said sort of thing coming out of that but but the thing that I guess is disappointing is it is that players I guess in preparing for a season and, and it's all very well for for them to have the Australia Day weekend off and there's plenty of other people in the in the community that go and have a big Australia Day too and I think that needs to be remembered but um, but it is disappointing that players at times can get themselves into into that position where things can happen. Now, what exactly did happen is entirely speculation, and we won't get into that. But, but you do put yourself in dangerous situations, and that that is a disappointing thing for a new player coming into the club. Yeah, and unfortunately, it all broke the same day that Joey Lailua's um, official signature um, news news came out too. So, um, the fact that that happened on the same day is even less. Less, not, less good is not a really good sentence. Yeah, it either, wasn't but, great timing, was uh, it? But, yeah, so it means that, of course, the start of our year is now in a bit of flux because we're not 100% sure what's going on with him. Um, from what I've heard from, from Steve and a couple of others, there's a good chance he's probably going to miss the first couple of weeks. Um, looking at what happened today, it looks like the Raiders are only teeing up to... Um, cover for him in the short term so they are obviously reasonably confident that once the next couple of hearings get done that it'll all be done and dusted um, and I'm sure that all Raiders fans will hope that's the case and that we can go back to full strength Yeah definitely and, and, and clearly clearly, it's not a good start for, for um, Curtis Scott um, but hopefully what it'll do is it actually realise that you know he's made, probably made his one big blue um, right at the start and hopefully that'll um, get him focused and, and he'll play good, good footy and there's no question you will only have to watch him out there today he's, he's an athlete he's, he's an absolute um, superstar athlete that, that um, 
if he gets himself right and he, he plays some really good footy mm. for for Melbourne, obviously last season wasn't as good, but but before that, and he's he's been part of a really strong team coming into another strong team. I think he could be a very very good player for us. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, I was commenting right at the end in the, when they were doing those fitness drills at the end that he was one of the guys leading the pack, and he looked like he was yeah. doing it easy. Um, you know, I, I think he's a very good player. Obviously, he got a disrupted season last year with injury and a few other things off the field. But um, I have to say, the last guy that had an incident post-signing for us just before he started, he turned out all right. So, Well, Josh Hogson, yeah. I mean, when you look back at that and you think, you know, guy running through a door and we thought, what have we got here? I mean, you look back now and you think, he seems to be the last bloke that would... Well, yeah. he's, he's he, you can certainly see that he's capable of running through a door. I think that uh, might, Rick Wall might uh, he'd probably be capable of running through this morning. Yeah, yeah, I think he's probably capable of running through a brick wall. But... Um, but yeah, the way he's he's acted and the sort of person that he's shown mm. that he is since he's been here, um, Hojo, the, um, the last he's the last guy you'd expect to be doing anything silly these days. So hopefully the same sort of thing will happen. Um, if we work into the season, we'll only go for a few more minutes. We'll see if there's any comments. But um, first game, well, we've got the nines next weekend, and, mm. and and that'll be that'll be a little bit of a hit and giggle, I think, for for everyone. Obviously, after a short preparation. Um, we're probably not going to go into that with a, anywhere near a full-strength side, but um, that'll be um, a chance to blow off the cobwebs, I think, for everyone, and, and, and it'll be a bit of fun. I'm actually going over to that I, um, flight I needed to use, so going over and having a look. Um, we got that trial game in Port Macquarie against the Bulldogs. It's the only, only trial we've got, so I dare say they'll, they'll take that reasonably seriously. There's a couple of players playing in that um, other uh, Indigenous game against the Maori game. Um, I think that might be the week before, but they probably won't play much of the trial then if they play that. Um, and then leading into the, the first game, I must say, just looking at that little period between now and and Christmas, I, oh, and so Christmas, uh, now in the first game, I um, I do get a bit jealous watching the Roosters all doing their preparation for um, going to England as, as, as um, reigning champions. You do sort of think, geez, 10 minutes different, that could have been us going there. But... Um, the first game, obviously, against the Titans. We've got a got a bit of an opportunity, I think, and this is why hitting the ground running is so, so important. If you look at the draw and, and teams, how they performed last year is not necessarily exactly how they're going to perform this year. But if you look at the draw, the, the first five or six games, we do have a bit of an opportunity to get off to a, a good start again and uh, if we're playing our, our best footy. and and But those, those perhaps lower-ranked teams will have something to prove early on. Well, I think we mentioned this at the end of the end of the year wrap-up that those teams that are actually at the bottom of the table quite often don't realise, or at least don't play like they are bottom yeah. of the team, bottom of the bottom of the table teams in round one. It usually takes them at least a month or more to sort of work that out. Um, so, which which makes the Titans in round one, while it looks like an easy card, you know, it's their first game too, and they'll be pumped up. They'll oh, have definitely. had a long long off season. They'll be ready to go too. So. You know, it's, it's sort of a game that you've got to be even more focused on because obviously there's going to be a bit of rust. Everyone's first game, you know, cohesion's not yet really going. Um, you know, and as I say, they, they've got nothing to lose at that point and everything to gain because it's a new season and, um, you know, you're going up against the guys that made the grand final, you show up in week one. Oh, they'll show up. There's no question the Titans will show up in, in round one. Obviously, first game under a new coach um, who will be, be there to... Um, to be successful, he's he's had a history of being successful. Justin Holbrook, he's yep. he's he's been um, obviously won the Super League last year. 
um, been been part of very successful sides St Allen's were very very strong but he was part of the Roosters culture for a long time so um, yeah he'll be he'll be desperate to get them off to a good start and they'll be they'll be desperate to show their fans that they can um, have a good season and certainly certainly be um, competitive there and they'll, have, they'll come to Canberra really with nothing to lose so yeah. that'll be a tough one. The other one um, interesting just looking at the draw that, that round two game actually um, almost Steve's worst nightmare I think about um, rugby league and rugby union sharing the bill I mean what, that, what did you think of that um, concept? I think, I think it's going to be great Look I think um, in Canberra it's, it's always one of those things where you've got to go okay we're a one team club you know, sorry one team town it doesn't doesn't work to play two two games on a weekend because most people don't want to go to both can can't afford to pay for two tickets so I think it's a novel idea we'll see whether it works yeah um, but you know I, I haven't got a feeling one way or the other I think it's a novel concept if it doesn't work it doesn't work if it does great oh as a as a member of both the Raiders and the Brumbies I'm going over I think it'd be terrific but um, I think the Brumbies the Brumbies would be happy to play in front of any crowd at the moment they're really not getting getting very good crowds actually we just um, Got the junior reps have just started out there. The uh, the girls have just two months. The girls have just uh, started the Tasha Gale Cup, so um, they're playing against Parramatta, and and then we've got the uh, Harold Massives and SG Ball, who I think are playing Parramatta as well, aren't they, Steve? Yeah. So three games against uh, Parramatta. So if you're not doing anything this afternoon, it looks like the rain's going to be. Um, make it a pretty ordinary afternoon you can always come in here and sit in the club and actually watch the game so um, if you've got nothing better to do this afternoon I think it's a good really good opportunity to come down and watch particularly the under 18s we've got a number of kids that have been recruited from Queensland for our SG ball squad um, some with a with quite a big rap on them that that um, uh, and I think both actually in all our junior grades we're actually going to have some pretty good players so um, that's that's a good way to start the football season if you're not doing anything this afternoon um, but no, I think we'll probably wrap it up there, unless we've got any comments or questions or anything uh, like that, Steve. There are a few comments um, to the. There are a few comments to um, the effect that people can't wait to see the season start. Some people were stand, us, watching us standing in the line for the for the uh, for the signing session. Um, and Darren is um, hoping to see um, you in Perth, Sean. Oh, well, there you go, Darren. Well. Um Hit me up on on uh, or message the greenhouse and uh, Steve will get on to me and uh, yeah happy to come and say hello in Perth next next weekend. Uh, I'll be around. I probably won't be the bloke in fancy dress like they're trying to get most people to do, but um, I'll probably be wearing the same shirt I'm wearing now. In fact, but um, yeah, no. It's, look, I, I haven't been to, I haven't been to the nines in Auckland. I think um, I think it's a bit of fun. I think it's I think it's something they should probably do once every few years. I don't think they should do it every yeah, year. I think, I particularly coming off the back of an Ashes tour, um, it's going to happen this year, and then a World Cup is going to happen the next year. I don't think you need it, but um, yeah, it's it's a bit of fun to, to open up the season. Um, hopefully, everyone will um, not get hurt, which is obviously a worry for for everyone. But I think, look, until then, we'll we'll leave it there. We we might come together again. Um, during the trials, Steve's going up to Port Macquarie, but I think you and I might watch it again and, and yep. maybe do a do a show straight after that. And um, but until then, we'll certainly be there for that first game. Uh, easy day to remember, Friday the thirteenth. So um, Friday the Black Friday, Friday the thirteenth of March is when it all really starts in earnest against the Titans. Fortunately, it's the only six o'clock Friday game we've got. I think there was a lot of groans when we got that fixture when they brought out the 
the first round fixture before they brought out the rest of it, they thought, here we go again. We're just going to get the, the same old draw we got, despite being grand finalists. But fortunately, it's the only one we've got. Um, so good opportunity to knock off work early on that Friday afternoon and get out to Canberra Stadium and, and support the boys in, in hopefully what will be even better season than last year, that maybe that last 10 minutes of the last game will be one better. One one better, better and... Yeah. Um, and I won't. Well, I probably will cry in the in the greenhouse live afterwards, but I uh, I won't cry for the same reason. So uh, it's um, no, good to be back and looking forward to a big season. Yeah, I, look, I, obviously we've been waiting for so long now. Um, it's really hard to back up. Um, we all know how hard it is to win a grand final, but I've had, seen a few of the boys tweet out they want to go one better. So yeah. with any luck, the mentality's that way, and, and we show up in week one and push on. Very good. All right. Well, look, until until we see you again over the next few weeks, as always, go the Raiders. Go Raiders.